Welcome to the Millwall Football Fancast. Coming up on this latest episode, we've got Joe Broadfoot Senior. Yes, that's my dad. He's going to be talking, along with David Yule of the Southwark News, about the uh, latest game. Of course, that game was against Port Vale, a 3-0 victory. And there's news also of a new signing at Millwall. Make sure you stick around for all of that. The only place for Millwall fans. Footballfancast.com Real fans, real opinions. Alright, it's Dockers Day here at Millwall. Um, maybe I should say Dockers Night because we're getting on uh, in terms of hours and my dad keeps on reminding me about that. So <laughs> we've got to make moves. And um, I'm with Dave Yule from the Summit News. What do you think about today's game? I mean, how emphatic was that win? It's a big win, it was a big performance. I think the points on the bag are uh, the most important thing, but we've got to remember it was a poor, poor Port Vale side that we beat today. Uh, the encouraging side would have been the, the forward moves that we made. I mean, it could have been six or seven, a lot of chances there, and uh, I think that's what the important thing was, that the, the chances were there. We took a few, and uh, the encouraging performance for me was from the youngsters. Uh, Dave Martin was played a massive part in all three goals, scored the third himself. Um, and Lewis Graben's starting to grow into this position as a, as a centre forward. He's learning what Mill was about. He's learning about League One. As to is Mark Laird, who obviously contributed the third. All three have been brought in by Mr. Jacket. They've all been given their chance. And uh, yeah, we reap the benefits and uh, steer that way clearer. But I think the most important thing is the points on the board and uh, to go into the next two must-win games with a, with a head of steam. I'm going to ask my dad about the uh, new signings. Uh, in particular the two Palace boys Dave Martin and also uh, Graben uh, I think my dad was impressed with I mean what, what would you say Martin Martin scored a wonder goal I thought for a young kid I, I haven't seen many goals like that in my career let alone just uh, one off in his early games for the club so that's that looks good for the future uh, let's hope uh, he can continue doing it and Graben has definitely got some pace he calls terrorised Port Vale uh, defence and I don't agree with our learned friend earlier I, I think Port Vale are not that poor a team I just think we made them look poor I'll be proved later on in the season when we play teams higher up the league but they were fighting for their lives and sometimes you know uh, it's harder to play these teams so we'll see I was very impressed with those two Palace players and uh, let's hope they, they carry on like it and uh, the boy in midfield uh, Laird is it very tall lad looking at him before the start I thought this he don't look a footballer but oh he's a footballer and uh, he scored a great goal an opportunist goal and he'd done some very very good things and he was always putting his head in and his foot in at the right time so all in all I think uh, it, it's looking good for us this season uh, uh, with an eye to the future young players being better next year, season to get us out of this division and what about the goalkeeping position? Because uh, the keeper today obviously kept a clean clean sheet. Um, Reece Evans, is, um, is he going to be here long term? Or there's no chance of Pidgeley coming back, I understand. But um, could you clarify the situation at all, Dave? I can't. You need to speak to, to Kenny, to be honest. But all we know is that Reece Evans has been brought on on a short-term contract until the end of the season. Uh, he's here to prove his worth and to prove that you know to earn himself a contract for next season. I think his, uh, his performances in the eight games that he's had has, has done a long way to prove that. He's got only one or two um, clean sheets, but I think he's put in some, some sterling performances. He's made some wonder saves. Um, I can't see Lenny Pidgeley getting back in this season. I, I, I can't see much of an opportunity for him with, with Reese playing the way that he is. I think we've got Preston hot on the hills. Uh, he's an up-and-coming you know, England international. He will be making big moves in the, in the future. Um, 
I just think that you know Reese needs to be given that reassurance and given the, the number one shirt for for next year. I think Preston perhaps has a little bit more to learn. He certainly proved his worth. Um, but as I say, I, I think Lenny may struggle to to take the number one number one shirt back. Do you see it like that, Dad? Do you see Reese Evans as the uh, number one between the sticks for you know the long term future, perhaps? He looked very solid today and did everything right, but I don't comment on one game for goalkeepers. They've got to go about 10 games and without making keepers are solid as long as they don't make stupid errors. That's good enough for me. And he looked, looked that type of keeper who didn't, won't do anything silly. So I hope I'm right. He looks good, but I'd like to see him about half a dozen, 10 times, and I'll tell you how good I think he is. So overall, would you say after this performance, uh, Mill uh, a good bet to stay up in this division? For me, they're definite. For me, they're definite. There's too much out there. I mean, they're not too good to go down, but by no means. I mean, we've seen it happen with the, with the best and the worst of them. But for me, there's enough fight and enough spirit. There's enough there to prove to me that uh, at the end of the day, I think there's there's, there's worse teams in the league. Uh, some of them are there through financial difficulty, but for me, it's a matter of putting a run together. And I think, you know, the next two games, having got three points here today, the next two games away to Luton and then back here at the Den against Bristol are, are crucial games. And I think there's enough there in the youngsters, blended with the experienced guys, to, to steer me well clear. And I think we're saying the same stuff we said next year, uh, last year, that it's all about next year. Um, safety now, get ourselves into a comfortable position and, and wait for next year. But I genuinely believe under Kenny Jacket, he has got some sort of idea of where this club should be going, the football they should be playing. And for me, the most comforting thing, and I, as I, did, I said before, it was only Port Vale... You know they're they're under a new manager that you know they're struggling obviously, but they were fighting. I, I do concede that, but it's about the chances that we created. We we actually looked a threat. Um, Martin down one side, Simpson down the other. They're, they're trouble. Um, you know I know Simpson's only here for until the end of the season, and we'll look at it from there. But we were putting opposition under threat from corners, from 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 individual, from open play. And for me, Graben picking up his first goal here at the Den, uh, I think that may be one, one, one to grow in, in this season for next season. Yeah, the uh, point is, though, some of the fans have been quite critical of uh, Kenny Jackett bringing in a player for the future. That's what they see Graben as. I mean, I know, Dad, you've been quite impressed with what you saw only on this one occasion, but nonetheless, you've been impressed with him. Look, it, it doesn't matter if we... It, not the end of the world if we went down what we've got to do is start winning football matches like today we young players if you start winning football with matches with young players what are you going to do when they're experienced players because they've got a lot to learn still and you don't start getting to your best you're peaking to 23 24 25 and they've got years ahead of them so the performance like that today must be very gratifying to the manager and encouraging to the board and everybody we just got to sit tight okay if we're unlucky we go down but if we start winning in the lower division we'll have our 10,000 supporters here like we always will when we're winning and we'll go forward from there all the teams who are doing well have been below us in the last year or two and they've come up and now they're up the top because you get it right and then once you've got it right you keep that team and you build a little bit and touch it up a little bit and like Doncaster. that's right and then you've got a super team with confidence winning football matches win football matches you carry on winning another football you get in the habit of it and that's what it's all about getting into winning habits and today we did well but we still have got a young side who may well be inconsistent especially away from home so don't expect too much and what about Paul Val? It, it wasn't the best team we've seen here I'm not saying they were useless I'm not saying that at all but in terms of teams we've seen here, 
can you think of a worse team? I mean, I know you've not seen every game, Dad, but I mean, is there a worse team you've seen? What you've got to consider is the players we, we had up against them. We've had O'Hara, we've had one or two other talented players earlier in the season, but they never look like these boys. These boys got super pace, and uh, pace would kill anybody, no matter how good you are. Even uh, the top players in the world, they're terrified of pace and have to try and use their ability, their knowledge, and their skill to try and stop pacey players. And I thought Paul Val did the best they could, but they were torn apart by sheer skill and pace and there's not a lot you can do about that and I still say there are 11 professionals out there 14 with their subs out to stop us playing and sometimes Port Vale just come to stop us and they couldn't whereas some of the other teams we played South End and, and not as far as I didn't see the games we got two goals at a time it looks good to me we're scoring goals at home sooner or later the boys will start doing it away from home and we'll have a good team a winning mentality and a winning team and once you've got that you'll have the supporters 10, 12, 15,000 depending where you are in the league but you've got to get it right now young players for the future it's no good plan there has been sorry sorry to people who you know who might be upset by it but you've got to play these youngsters and have faith in them and Kenny looks to me like he's building a good team I don't want to take anything away from Port Vale I just mean to say they beat us 3-1 they beat us 3-1 at their ground two months ago. Was it November, December? That was a different team for me. That was a different team with a different performance and a different attitude. Today they come out there, as you say, Joe, to try and stop us. When they was at their ground, they came out to beat us. And they beat us. You know, Richard Shaw got sent off for two silly yellow cards. He made three fouls in the whole game and managed to pick up two yellow cards. He got sent off. That changed the game. For me, you know, they're a side that, you know, they didn't battle with us today. We, you know... We beat them in every single department, and their manager, Lee Sinner, has come into the press office seething, absolutely seething. You know, our centre-backs by far better than their centre-forwards. Our centre-forwards by far better than their centre-backs. Our centre-midfield dominated midfield. And we got in a position, and I appreciate the youngsters obviously did their bit, and they will not learn in any other way as than what they did today. They dominated and they started to create. Now, that's something they have to take on. And that's the point I'm making. Today was Port Val, three points in the bag. Now we have to move on and we're going to have to reiterate that performance for me week in, week out. And Kenny Jackett talks about it and we talk about it, about consistency. Now, for me, that has got to be the bottom line because for me, home and away is two different mere wall sides. The the, the fans that are listening that go away will know exactly what I'm talking about. For me, it has to be a regular, consistent... We, we need three points at Luton. That's the bottom line. So, um, what about rebuilding for the future? I, I thought there might be um, perhaps um, a, a, an addition to the squad, let's say. Have you heard anything about that, or do you want to keep it exclusive? Uh, it was exclusive until uh, Kenny Jackett revealed it today. Um, Baz Savage, um, the moonwalker, has signed until the end of the season from Brighton. He's, uh, he's not played recently for the Seagulls, but um, he's been up at Kilmarnock in the Scottish League. Now, they do play football up in Scotland. It's, uh, it is the same game, and um, he has been training, um, and he's, he's joining us on Monday for training. So, yeah, he's, it was a Southwark News exclusive, but Kenny Jackett's let it out of the bag, and I think he's quite pleased. He, 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 Bad Savage will offer us something, a new dimension, um, perhaps give the tiring Gary Alexander a, a 10-minute break. Um, He's a big guy. He adds physicality in, in both boxes. Hopefully, he can get his head onto the end of a few of the crosses that hopefully that we're looking at Dave Martin putting in, we're looking at Jay Simpson putting in. But um, he's got a chance, similar to Reese Evans, who we spoke about earlier. He's only here till the end of the season, and so he's got a chance to play for a long-term contract. It's not something that's going to be 
setting the world on fire, but he's got a chance to uh, to, to, to get a, a deal here at Millwall. For the latest opinions and news, check out the Football Fancast forum and blogs. Read what your fellow fans have to say and join in the banter yourself. Unless you've played away from home as a professional footballer, you don't realise the difference. The difference is chalk and cheese. All right, we lost 3-1 at Paul Val and we won 3-0 here. That's a big difference. That doesn't happen all the time, but it's a wake-up call for young players to play away from home. It is tough, and you have to get used to it, if you know what I mean. And It's like battle-hardened. It is tough. And these boys, we're losing games now, but they will learn. It hurts to lose. They'll learn and they'll get toughened up. And I think they'll become more consistent players because um, you've got to play at your Barrows and like I did in Workingtons and Gateshead's and oh, places like that. Well, look at Millwall in my day when we lost 5-1 at, or 5-2 at Worcester in the Cup, 3-1 at Bath. We hadn't lost a game. We lost at Bath. It's tough away from home. So you can't really, as a journalist, look there and, and just say, oh, look, they were great at home and they're crap away because it is much, much different. It's a lot tighter nowadays because refereeing's better, I think, and uh, everybody's fitter and more uh, well trained up for it or clued up for it, so to speak. But it is still bloody tough away from home. So it is a big difference. For me, though, for me though at, at Paul Val, and I go back to my journalistic thing, that was still a side that managed to put three goals past me a wall. It was on 11 against 11 on the field. And Paul Val's fans, home fans, they weren't intimidating at all. Now, the, the boys in your day, I do appreciate. You know, that it made it difficult. But for me, sure, sending off may be a factor, but there was absolutely no way on God's earth that Paul Val could have scored today. They could have been there for six months. They wouldn't have scored against that Millwall side. Now, for me, that was a, a combination of Millwall's dominance, and I, I do, you know, Millwall were great today. But for me, that Port Val side have got a hell of a lot to do. They're by far the worst team in this division. It's the worst team I've seen at the Den, I have to say, but I don't, I'm not saying they were that much worse than the other teams that have been here, but they were certainly the worst that I've seen. What results they get towards the end of the season, but I think we made them look bad. It might have been, as you've said before, Dad, you know, sometimes you can make a team look bad, but they weren't awful. They weren't, you know, it wasn't a case of they didn't put any effort in at all. Their manager's absolutely furious with them, by the way, but... That was by the by. To me, I just looked at them and thought, well, we're going to win this game. After we got the first goal, to me, it was over. But I'm, I'm also looking at this whole thing about the fans saying about bringing in people like Graben. If He's not going to play well away from home, is he? Because he's a youngster, as you said. It takes time. It takes time to learn to play away from home. You can't come in and be the finished article. These boys have got three or four or five years ahead of them learning the game. Then they'll be top players if they don't get bad injuries and if they learn. It's not foregone conclusion. But that's what makes football so interesting and exciting, isn't it? You never know what's around the corner. But let me ask you this. Let, let me ask you this. Sorry to say, but let me ask you this. What about the fans? The fans are saying we're in a relegation battle because we're not, we're not going up, are we, this season? We, well, I think we're all well aware of that. So if we're in a relegation battle, why are we bringing in players for the future? I mean, that, that's, that's the sort of answer fans want. Want. I mean, can you answer that? I've answered it because I don't think it's the end of the world if we go down to the lower division. I just we've got to get a winning team together, and your younger players are going to win games at 19-20 like convincingly, like today. What are they going to do when they're 23, 24? They're not going to be playing. We're going to sell them for millions, are we? Onto the, the Tottenham's and the, the Chelsea's and what have you, because they're good players now. They've just got to learn consistency, and you don't get consistency until you're battle hardened. You've got to. I'm telling you, I'm sorry to, to, to play on it, but you've not played at Barrow, have you? You've not played at Workington. You've not played in these old 
fourth division grounds. The same now with your Accrington Stanleys and all that with Dave Harper got a bad injury, ended, nearly ended his career. It's bloody tough. And that's what you've got to learn to do, and the kids will learn it. But can you afford to do that when, you, when, when you're in a relegation battle as we are? I mean, the, the fans, some of the fans have said to me today, I, they, want, they, want, they want battle-hardened, scarred players that know exactly what's, what's what. I mean, a player that was mentioned to me is Dean Windass. Not to say we'd have any chance of signing him, but some fans said to me today, why don't we get somebody like Dean Windass here? Because they haven't got no foresight. I mean, basically, that's going downhill, right? It's no good playing the golden oldies. We've got to look to the future. It's much, much more important that we start getting a winning mentality, whether we're in this division or a low division. I just told you, the teams that are at the top, look at them. They've all come from behind and gone past us. Why? Because they've got a winning mentality and they've kept it, like we had five or six years ago when we came up. It's great, isn't it? Yeah, it's momentum, isn't it? Right. I mean, but for me, going down halves the squad, simple as that. You look at the, you look at the squad sheet there, half of that team doesn't become a Millwall player if we go down. If we go down, it's not the end of Millwall Football Club by any means, but you take away your big players. Zach Whitbread never plays for Millwall again if we get relegated. Paul Robinson doesn't. You're looking at certain players. Lewis Graben won't stay. You're looking at big players that you were talking about the future of. They won't stay and buy them like they may have done in... 20 years ago for them it's about being seen it's about that next opportunity and now they've got it at a league one club that for me needs to go up and for me going down could, could be a huge problem and I agree it's about getting a winning mentality but for me they need to get that winning mentality where they are now build that understanding of what it means to win what it means to grind that results and I've had many a conversation with Jamie O'Hara who benevolently has said that Mirwell was giving him so much and they've given him a di- different dimension of how to win games how to grind out results, how to put in those battling performances away at teams that you shouldn't be winning points at. And he's taking it on into his game. Now, we need those young lads out there to do the same for us in a mere wall shirt for this year. We need the players to grow and to understand what it means to go away and win games, to win at home convincing like they did here. Bearing in mind, we beat Crew 2-0. But and they'll be up there. You, take you to be a journalist. As I was saying, you know, we've beaten Crew 2-0 at home. We've beaten Brighton 3-0 at home. But for me... The, the young lads there that performance they put in there today is something they need to develop on is something they need to grow learn what they've done realise what it feels like to get the crowd singing the way the crowd did sing and take it in week in week out whether it's home whether it's away but to put in that and understand that Willie mentality as Joe was saying well, my dad said Dave Martin put in a better performance than he's ever seen off uh, Jamie O'Hara do you think that's true? it's one of the best performances I've seen in a middle shirt all season I'll say that Jamie Hall offers a different dimension he's, a, he's, a, he's a, a harder player he'll jump up for a header which is something I've yet to see from Dave Martin and that's not any criticism of Dave Martin Jamie Hall was a ball winner he'll play with the ball but Dave Martin changes games he scored he scored a free kick last week he set up two today and scored an absolute blinder he's a match winner uh, Jamie O'Hara for me is a different sort of player um, and he's gone on to bigger and better, and hopefully Dave Martin will go on to bigger and better as part of a Millwall Football Club. You've been listening to the Millwall Football Fancast. Log on at footballfancast.com and get involved.